What's up, everybody? Welcome into Anti Up. Howard Bender here. Adam Ronis by my side. Big thanks to Fantasy Alarm and the Sawdust Podcast Network for putting this together. Adam and I, we're, we're just like, we've been talking for a few minutes. We're like, we, we got to put this on tape. We got to record this. We got to talk about this now. Adam, how are you? Great to talk to you. Let, let's tell everybody what we've just been uh, discussing right now. Yeah, look, this has been a season where a lot of injuries have hit people hard. We're well aware of it. And I had a text from someone in my league complaining about how, oh, every game I lose someone because tonight it was Keenan Allen and he's had Marlon Mack, Mostert, Lazard, and almost Mike Evans last week. And the bottom line is this happens to everyone. All right, people lost Dak Prescott this week, DJ Chark. There's been weeks where guys have gotten zeros. The injuries are insane. And I wanted to say, well, I'd rather be in your spot than in this league where I had Saquon Barkley and lost him for the season in week two. Like that is a bigger, more substantial hit than a guy leaving early who already scored a touchdown. Yeah, Marlon Mack's out for the year, but I don't think he was going to have a huge year anyway. And it's a seventh, eighth round pick. It's not catastrophic where your season's over. And Mostert missed a couple weeks. He's already back. Like, this happens to everyone. Everyone deals with injuries. And it just feels like people, and I see it on social media too. Like, woe is me. I lost all these guys. It's happening across the board. Like, how many early picks have already missed at least one game, if not multiple games? It's part of it. And if you play in as many leagues as we do, you're going to have a team or two where you're hit hard. Don't sit there and cry about it. Just do the best you can to move forward. It was absolutely mind blowing. The funny, the thing about this and what's what's got the two of us kind of riled up is because we've been dealing with this, you know, not just all day, but we've been dealing with this uh, for for weeks now. Um, if you guys listen to the Fantasy Alarm Show on Sirius XM Fantasy Sports Radio, you know how uh, you know we like to finish the show with uh, food for thought quotes about. You know, you know, we how we can, you know, inspire and and turn around to uh, to fantasy. My quote today from Colleen Hoover was life happens. Shit happens. And it happens a lot to a lot of people. I mean, it's I, you know, I deal with it on on a regular basis. Also, Adam, where I'm like, you know, people are like, oh, the injuries are the absolute worst this year. It's never always seems to be me. Or, or, you know, it's not just, you know, injuries, it's it's underperforming. Uh, and, you know, I got all these great guys and every single week they don't do what they're supposed to do. And blah, blah, blah. It only happens to me. And it is seriously, it's the it's the biggest crybaby rant uh, that just, it, it literally makes my skin crawl. And so what did I do on the show when we're talking about this today was I said, let me go through the ADP. Let me go through the top 20 of the 2020 ADP uh, from FantasyAlarm.com. It's composite ADP from RT Sports, the BB10s, NFFC, FFPC, Yahoo. All right, so that's what we've got going on right now. Are you ready for this one? Here you go. You ready, Adam? Christian ready. McCaffrey, hurt. Saquon right. Barkley, hurt, done for the season. Ezekiel Elliott. Didn't really perform up to task for the first couple of weeks, but not hurt. He's still healthy. Alvin Kamara, totally fine. Michael Thomas, hurt. 
Dalvin Cook got hurt last night. Derrick Henry been out for, you know, what, a week now because of COVID? Um, Joe Mixon not living up to the to the top billing the first few weeks. Had that one big breakout game. Devontae Adams hurt. Tyreek Hill. Well, guess what? Patrick Mahomes is spreading the ball around a lot more than he, he scored a touchdown in every game, though. It's I know. Hard I know, to I know just, I'm, I'm not taking it away from him. Okay. I'm just saying that, you know, this guy, he's not, you know, he's not banging out 100 yard efforts here. But yeah, but he scored every week. But he so scored every week. So right now, one, two, three, four, five, six, six guys hurt in the top one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. So six guys hurt in the first ten. Here we go. Then it's Josh Jacobs. Uh, then it's Kenyon Drake. About to lose his gig, and he also had a chest injury. Uh, Miles Sanders missed the first week of the season because he was hurt. Nick Chubb, Dunzo. Kelsey, great. Hopkins, great. Jones, Aaron Jones, great. Austin Eckler, hurt. Julio Jones, hurt. Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, allergic to the end zone. Um, and then you had uh, then Lamar Jackson and, and Patrick Mahomes. And Lamar's been a disappointment. Lamar's definitely been a disappointment, and he had he's got a knee issue right now. Right, Mahomes has been fine, and even if you go down, George Kittle, he missed a couple games. Chris Godwin, he's Out. missed time. Yep, Galladay, he missed time. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's insane, bro. Like, so we're talking top 20 top 25 you see how many guys are hurt uh one person doesn't have all those guys oh it only <laughs> happens to me adam it only happens to me it's just like what do you want me to do <laughs> send you a sympathy card i'm serious like i couldn't believe it i'm like and i didn't want to get into an argument because i know if i would have said something it would have been back and forth yeah but it seems to happen to me every week like go through teams it happens to everybody if you have not had one injury this year, you are lucky as hell. And I don't see the percentage of that is what? 3%? I mean, do you have any teams this year where you haven't had one injury? I mean, no. we have so many, so we couldn't go through it at this point. I but have I'm pretty sure. And on every team, somebody serious is hurt. Right. At least one injury. So it's inevitable. It happens to everyone. And sure, some teams may suffer. Multiple injuries more than others. I've had one that's just had a lot of bad luck. Nothing I can do. It's terrible. I know it's a bad team. I've said this before on this show. I am going to continue to do the waiver wire, continue to set my lineups. Like last week, I lost Justin Jackson by, I think, $12. What am I going to do? All right, I'll just keep putting someone out there and continue to set the lineup. I'm not going to give up, but I've always said you have to look at your roster realistically. Uh, and you never quit, but sometimes you know this team doesn't have it. This It's just not going to do anything this year. That doesn't mean you give up and don't look at it anymore. You still owe it to the rest of the, your league just to, to set a lineup and, and make waiver wire moves. It doesn't take a long time. If Here's the thing. you know, We both have you know double-digit leagues. Sure, as we get through the season, yeah, you're going to care about some teams more than others only because they're doing better. That doesn't mean I'm going to ignore the crappy ones. I'm still going to go through the wave wire. Maybe I don't spend as much time on it as the more important leagues where I'm going to scrutinize everything. Mm-hmm. But I'm still going to look through everything, make sure I have a legal lineup, make sure I don't have injured guys in my lineup. I just think it's a pride thing. It's a responsibility of the rest of the league. And it's just for myself. Like, I'm not a quitter. 
I don't care what it is. I, I'm just never going to quit. I'm not going to give up. My name's on it. I take pride. That's just the way I am. And I encourage everyone else to be the same way because we've all been there. How many times are you in a league and you're like, oh, man, I need this team to lose in order for me to get in? Oh, they're playing a team that hasn't set their lineup in two weeks. They got a guy in the on buy in the lineup. They got a guy on IR in the lineup. Do you want that to happen to you? No. So make sure you set your lineup and play spoiler if you have to down the, the stretch. Obviously, we're not to that point yet. As we enter week six, no one is still out of it. I mean, you might be one and four and your team does suck and you know it doesn't mean you give up. No, you don't give up. Uh, you know, I mean, we've been through this 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 rant over and over again. It really, um, I mean, it's just it's it's so. I don't know. I, it's funny and yet it's frustrating at the same time because these are like these are grown up people. These are grown men and women who like sit here and they live and die by fantasy football uh, right up until it starts getting a little tough. And once all of a sudden. The easy game of fantasy football, because listen, I've said it a million times, and I'll say it over and over again. It takes skill, tenacity, and intelligence to win a fantasy baseball league, but any mouth-breathing knuckle-dragger can win fantasy football. All right? I mean, I'm sorry. It's just that's it's, it's the, this once-a-week stuff, and it's you know playing on the waiver wire, and if you, if you hit a big waiver wire guy, uh, you can save your whole season. I mean, it's just, to me, it's... You know, it's 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 easier to win a fantasy football championship than it is fantasy baseball. Just bottom line, you know, shorter season, whatever the case may be. But people get so like, you know, they're so into it and they're so great. And then the moment it starts getting a little tough, they start whining like a bunch of little crybabies. And it's just the most nauseating thing in the world. So nauseating. No, I agree with you, man. It's just they act like. No one else has those issues or you don't have those issues personally. And it's like, oh, it's only me. And to cry about it, like, just move on. Just move on. Everyone is dealing with injuries this year. You know, I said it before the year. I, I knew there was going to be a lot of injuries. And I don't know if it's because of the lack of an offseason. Some guys weren't in shape. I don't know what it was. But I just had a feeling that we were going to see a lot of injuries. And I don't even know if. If it, I think we kind of do this every year where we say, oh, a lot of injuries here. I don't know. Uh, maybe it's the same as last year. Maybe it feels more because of the players near the top, but I don't know. I haven't even looked at the numbers. I mean, for all we know, it could be slightly less than last year or slightly more. I don't even know. Before we get to our rookie wide receiver talk, Adam, let's just uh, give us a little shout out to our sponsors at Monkey Knife Fight. Monkey Knife Fight, the DFS site you need to be playing on, and here's why. Do you like to play daily fantasy sports? Then you need to check out monkeyknifefight.com. Monkeyknifefight.com is the fastest growing daily fantasy site in the world because monkeyknifefight.com is different than the other daily fantasy sites. That's because on monkeyknifefight.com, there are no salary caps and you don't have to play against sharks, which means anyone has a chance at winning. Even you, Adam. Even you. Uh, monkeyknifefight.com has tons of fun daily contests in all the sports you love baseball, basketball, hockey, golf, UFC, NASCAR, WNBA, and esports, too. Monkey Knife Fight has it all. You know what else monkeyknifefight.com has? How about a free $5 game for you for just for signing up? And if you use the promo code ANTIUP, 
One word, A-N-T-E-U-P. You will have your first deposit matched instantly up to 50 bucks. With a name like MonkeyKnifeFight.com, you can be pretty certain you know what you're going to be getting when you sign up to play. Monkeys and knives and fights and sports. Sign up and play today at MonkeyKnifeFight.com. Play, play MKFing win. State and age restrictions apply. See site for full terms and restrictions. So that's how we uh, pay the bills. <laughs> all right. Big thanks again to Monkey Knife Fight uh, for, for all they bring to the table there and, uh, and for sponsoring us. Now, uh, Adam, with no crying left in fantasy sports, and we can kind of push that aside and, and get that vent out, I want to talk a little bit about the rookie wide receiving class right now. Chase Claypool had a big breakout game. Henry Ruggs had a nice long touchdown, even though he only had a couple of catches. You know, CeeDee Lamb has been fantastic. T. Higgins has supplanted uh, A.J. Green. Justin Jefferson looks like he's getting more comfortable uh, in that offense. Where do you stand here with a lot of these rookie wideouts? You know, we're still waiting for Ayuk to step up. We're waiting for... um, uh, Jalen Rager to get healthy. Uh, how are you sitting pretty with these guys? Yeah, I think a lot of them that we could pretty much count on right now. Well, some of them. I mean, CeeDee Lamb for sure. He's locked in every week. Jerry Judy, I think, is almost in the lineup every week, usually as in the wide receiver three. Uh, Jefferson did not have that big game against Seattle, but there's not a lot of competition for targets. That was a Thielen game. We did see a little bit more Irv Smith for the first time. But Jefferson, I think most weeks are going to play him. Uh, T. Higgins certainly is moving up with A.J. Green dealing with a hamstring injury. And I don't know. Did you see the play where there was a ball intended for him? He didn't even go up for it. The Ravens intercepted. And then he started jogging towards the tackler and then turned the other way. Did you see that video? I saw the video of it. Yeah, I it was, mean, <laughs> it's And then right after that, he has the hammy. So uh, you, you, you know, know how I feel. You know how I feel about him. Right. And we both agreed. I mean, I didn't want any part of him this year. I'm a huge AJ Green fan, but fantasy wise, I just didn't see any need to draft him this year. I had Tyler Boyd ahead of him. You know, we took some of those under props on him in the FSGA prop draft. So Higgins is probably below those guys. I think Henry Ruggs is someone you're probably going to start every week. I mean, they're finally taking some shots downfield. He could be a little inconsistent. But he's got that big playability. And it's not like there's huge competition for targets there. We know Waller's going to get a lot. But after that, you know, Ruggs should be the guy. I know he only had two catches this week, but he had 118 yards and a touchdown. They drafted him in the first round. It was the wrong call. They should have went with CeeDee Lamb or Judy, but can't look at that now. They made their decision uh, and they're going to use him. So uh, and, and Carr's playing better than I thought he would. Uh, and so I think Ruggs is fine. So, yeah, some of these rookie wide receivers are, are, are going to be guys you can count on. Uh, you know, you didn't even mention uh, LaVisca Chenault, who well, I like, too. That's, I was going to go through because, obviously, I mean, there's, okay. there are a ton here to look at. So, let's just say Jerry Judy, CeeDee Lamb, we know where they're at. Jalen Rager, he needs to get healthy uh, so that we can get a, a look at him. Ruggs, I agree with you. Jefferson, I agree with you. Higgins, I agree with you. Um, Lev- you know, Michael Pittman's hurt. So it's tough to judge there, but yes, now let's go through it. LaVisca Chenault, um, you know, I, I, I hate when they keep calling him the Swiss Army knife of the Jaguars receiving core because 
You know, every time they, they throw that label onto somebody, he turns into like Tavon Austin or or Corderell Patterson. So let's just call LaVisca Chenault a wide receiver, a rookie wideout. Like him or no? I do. Uh, I have him in several leagues, but I only started him in one this week. I started him in our GST league where we have the extra flex spot, and that's because I had Aaron Jones on by, uh, a couple other guys too, maybe cancellation. So uh, I, I think I started him last week too. Yeah, I did. I started him over Antonio Gibson last week. So he's been in my lineup two weeks in a row. Uh, he's got His targets have gone up each game. He had a season high eight targets this past week, seven for 79. He does get some work on the ground, although we've only seen two carries the last three weeks. He had five carries, I mean, seven carries in the first two games. So they haven't used him as much there, uh, but they are getting him the ball more. DJ Chark had that ankle injury. Haven't seen any update on his status. So they've been using him. They're a team that's probably going to be playing from behind most of the year. Gardner Minshew is spreading the ball a little bit more. Uh, but they're going to go to Chenault. So he's not as appealing as the other guys because of the offense. But I do like him. And like I said, I've uh, especially with bye weeks coming up, uh, he could be in the lineup a little bit more. Any thought about his uh, rookie teammate, uh, Colin Johnson, who just came down with a touchdown catch uh, this week for the Jags? Yeah, I, I don't think we can count on him. I mean, if... Uh, Yes, if Chark misses, Chark misses time, maybe. But, nah, they still throw to Conley in the tight end. So, not, no. Not Ooh, at this I, time. Eifert's hurt again. Surprise, surprise. Yeah, I know. They, I think <laughs> they said it's a stinger. And he's like, oh, I've had it before. It'd be fun. Yeah, you've, you've had plenty before. <laughs> he's the worst. Um, all right. So, that's the Jags, guys. Uh, Denzel Mims. We got to have to wait and see what happens when he gets healthy. But that's the Jets. So, on that. You I, said it, not me. I, I, I have to. I mean, it's Isn't it like Crow, Crowder's like the only Jet we can play and maybe Le'Veon Bell? Yeah. Oh, I had Crowder in my uh, DFS lineups this week. I was like, uh, he's literally the only option. Yeah, I benched him in my home league, and that's a mistake I'm not going to make. Actually, I, I did the commissioner thing that I did in the GST. So I put on the message board, I'm starting AJ Brown. If that game gets postponed, Crowder goes in my lineup. So if that game does get postponed, I get those 25 from Crowder. <laughs> right. <laughs> Rooting for COVID baby. Nah, I'm really not. Cause I have John Smith in a couple leagues and no one else to play and Derek Henry. So I just want the game to play. I'm done with this chaos. Just let them play. Hopefully everyone's healthy. Nothing happens. Tuesday night football is nice. We get another day, especially since we have no Thursday night football this week. So we're going to get like a, what, four days in a row of no NFL football or five. Uh, I mean, but there's baseball, college football. But yeah, I hope I hope the Titans Bills plays. Um, yeah, I'm, uh, I'm kind of rooting against it. Why? Because <laughs> I because you know what? Because I, I did the safe thing and I benched. Uh, all my Titans and Bills, and except for one league. One league where I was like, okay, because I could say this. I could say, all right, I'm going to put in Stefan Diggs if the game doesn't play. I don't even remember who the other schlock wide receiver was who I had there because I really didn't have any kind of depth. It was really more just forced to to start him. So, you know, so yeah, so I did the safe thing. And uh, So you, you know, had no, you had no ability to replace them? Is that why? Like no, it was no, just... no. I mean, I had I had decent enough guys to 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 put in there. Like in one league where I've got Josh Allen, I just I stuck in uh, Justin Herbert, and guess what? I feel fine about that. 
And well, did like, your did your league have a rule where you, like we did, like I did in the GST, or no, you were on your own and you had to make a decision? I have like uh, most of them was just I had to make a decision. Okay. Yeah, the, I mean, look, you played it safe. With I can't digs. blame anyone who did that. What's that? I can't blame anyone who plays it safe. Like if you don't have the ability to do a replacement and you have someone Monday night and you know the game's being played because there still is a chance that it does get postponed Tuesday morning if there's a positive test. So I, I can't blame anyone who does that. Yeah, I, thank you. Thank you. I feel okay about it. Um, back to the rookie wideouts, Brian Edwards, Vegas. Obviously, the attention is now on Henry Ruggs. Edwards has been in and out because he's been hurt. Any, you know, do you have any kind of a level of interest in him? Unless you have deep benches, probably not. Uh, I like the talent, and I did have him in a few leagues, but I had to cut him. Yeah, I had to cut him in a couple of leagues, too. Absolutely. All right. Um, uh, oh, we said Ayuk already, right? So KJ Hamler. Um, you know, again, he's got to get healthy before we can. Yeah, he's got the hand. Yeah, I haven't, well, because they didn't play this week. Yeah, I'm interested to see what the injury report is for him this week because he had the hamstring issue. Um, Claypool, we've discussed already. Well, you know, I mean, how how much fab are you putting on him? Like, how much do you think with Juju there and Deontay Johnson in and out, um, you know, Ebron, uh, even James Washington is seeing uh, targets. So Claypool, with the exception of this game, I'm not going to say he was the forgotten man, but I mean, he was the guy who was, you know, he's seeing like three or four targets before this big 11 target explosion. Um, are you uh, are you going to push, you know, a chunk of fab in on him? Uh, if I need a receiver, I'm not going to go crazy, though. Someone is. There's no doubt that people are going to spend a lot of money because he had that game. Now, they have been using him, and he's been making plays when he's been on the field, but he doesn't have any end zone targets. Uh, they have used him in the red zone, though. It's just Juju is there, Deontay Johnson. Now, if Deontay Johnson misses time, uh, I'd be way more interested, but it sounded, I think Tomlin said that Deontay was going to be okay, if I'm not mistaken. I thought I heard him say that, but it's just. I think you have to roster him, but he's not going to be someone that you have to start with Deontay Johnson healthy. That's the only issue because there's just not a clear role for him. And we can sit here and go, well, look what he did. They have to use him more. It doesn't always work like that, though. No, it doesn't always work like that. It doesn't. I See don't... Tyler Higby. Oh, Tyler. Oh, my God. That was, uh, that's, you know, I have, so I've got a little bet going on with, um, the girls from the ball blast podcast, uh, the Majuk ladies and, okay. uh, and they were, they were pushing all in on, uh, on Tyler Higby. And I was like, oh man, I was like, you know, when Gerald Everett comes back, what's going to happen? Higby's the better blocker. Everett's faster. Um, you know, and back and forth. And then of course, you know, Higby has that big three touchdown game. And, uh, you know, I'm just like, ah, balls, that's just going to really suck. But now all of a sudden seeing Everett with four targets to Higby's two, um, yeah, it should be interesting to watch and see the, that that split there. No doubt. No doubt. Higby. 
Um, all right, last, uh, last, well, no, two more receivers I want to ask you about. Two more rookies. One, Devin DuVernay from, uh, from Baltimore. Uh, level of interest in him. And then two, Gabriel Davis, kid out of Buffalo. Um, seems to have carved himself a, a little bit of a, a, of a niche role there. Um, do you have interest there? I think Duvernay, it's tough because look at that offense. They yeah. just don't they don't have enough uh, targets to go around. You know, it's Hollywood Brown, it's Mark Andrews, and that's it. You know, so uh, Duvernay's got some ability. Uh, you know, they did. I think he had like a forty yard run as well, but I just don't see the volume being there for them, and uh, he's not going to play enough snaps. So, no on him. And Gabriel Davis will depend on the injury to John Brown. Uh, apparently, I guess he's okay. I'm trying to remember they play on Tuesday, what the final injury report was on him. I think he's questionable, right? Who, Brown? Yeah, or is he fine? Is he not on the injury report? Because he, um, there was a video on, I think, He was Thursday. dealing with a foot issue. Yeah, did you see the video? He came up limping in practice. But um, I, I, I don't think so. For Davis, if everyone's healthy, uh, he had one target in the last game and he caught it for a 26 yard touchdown. He looks good. And they are running a lot more four wide receiver sets than I think anyone expected. And they've been aggressive downfield. But, you know, there's Diggs, there's Brown, there's Beasley. So he's someone that is more appealing in Dynasty or if you're in a very like maybe a 16 team league and you want to stash him on the bench in case that injury pops up because we, we have seen him score, I think, two touchdowns now this year. So um, it's a good offense, but there's just not enough volume there. I mean, he's got eight targets in four games. Okay. All right. Yeah, listen, I'm, I'm, I'm not crazy, you know, nuts over him either. Um, you know, these are just – these are names who are sitting out on the waiver wire, and a lot of people are, you know, they're they're trying to speculate. You know, it's it's very easy to get caught up in the – in the rookie wide receiver hype. It's very, very easy for that to happen. So, you know, just a, a matter of just trying to help people sort it out and, uh, and, and get them on the right track. No doubt about it there. No doubt about it. All right. Well, great stuff all around here, Adam. Uh, we've got Tuesday night football to, to get prepped on. What's your, uh, what's your take here? If this game, play- well, first of all, Chances of this get, game getting played, where are you at? I think it gets played. You think it gets played? Um, yes. What's the line on this one here? Buffalo three and a half. Buffalo three and a half. Um, you like it or no? Uh, I'm not sure. Because, like, how much, how much practice has the Titans had? They've lost a lot. I mean, I know they have a secret practice, but... Uh, how much practicing have they done? Like where that's, that's why this is a tricky game. I mean, it looks easy to take the bills, but it's not like, cause they're four and but the Titans are three and I don't think the Titans are a bad team. I think they have issues on the defensive side though. And it might be trouble trying to slow down those bills wide receivers. Uh, but the bills have played a lot of close games here. You know, they, they beat the dolphins by three. They beat the Rams by three in a game that they actually Played terrible in the second half after a dominant first half. Game against the Raiders was kind of close. So I don't have a strong feel. I kind of lead Tennessee with the points. 
but I'm just I'm unsure only because I don't know where Tennessee's at. What's their conditioning level? They have a lot of players that are not playing due to COVID. Yeah. Will AJ Brown be back? I'm expecting him to, but no Corey Davis, no Adam Humphreys. Um, so I'm kind of I don't really have a strong feel here. If you're asking me if I had to take a side, I'd take Tennessee getting the three and a half. Take Tennessee getting the three and a half. Over unders fifty three right now. Um. <sighs> I mean, I guess with all the all the problems that we could see for Tennessee, I, I just I don't necessarily know where all the points are going to come from. Buffalo. I, I, I mean, yeah. I mean, listen, you know, Buffalo's Josh, defense is Josh Allen looks like the thought. MVP right now, Adam. Oh yeah, let's have a discussion <laughs> on that. Yeah. Wait, what about Russell Wilson? Oh my God, Aaron Rodgers. You forgot about him. <laughs> Um, I'm gonna lean on the under in this one here at 53. Uh, I don't. A I don't lot more unders it. this week. You realize? Did you notice that? That what? More unders this week. Mm-hmm. Which we knew would happen. Yeah, I mean, listen, it's uh, things have to have to balance out. Things have to level off a little bit. No doubt about it. No doubt. I don't know. So, so for me, it's the under on this one. But I'm I, I can get down with you with uh, Tennessee getting the three and a half points in this one. For sure. For sure. All right. Well, there you go, guys. That's going to do it for us here tonight on Anti Up. Big thanks, as always, for you guys uh, liking, subscribing, listening. Uh, Adam and I will be back tomorrow. We'll uh, wrap up the Tuesday night football and uh, and see what happened there and then get you guys all primed and getting you ready for week number six. It's coming. No Thursday night football. Well, we got a lot of lot to talk about here. So for big thanks again for Adam Ronis. I'm Howard Bender. This has been the Anti Up Podcast. We'll catch you next time.